Welcome to the first episode of the podcast People to Fall in Love, uh, the jar full of inspiration stories. My name is Anna Yoka. I'm a writer and PR manager from Ukraine uh, during more than 10 years in marketing and advertisement. I was lucky to meet and work with uh, the people who inspired me, businessmen, artists, IT enthusiasts, advertisement genius, journalists, writers, and people with incredible personal stories. And this is podcast uh, where I want to introduce them to you and invite you to become a witness of their big life decisions and inspiration. Today, have, today I have an honor uh, of talking to two artists. Uh, both are great. Uh, one is a photographer, Philippe Chacom, correct? Yes, Hakome. Hakome, sorry. Uh, yes. A photographer, Philippe Hakome, from Ecuador, and an Ukrainian ballerina, Svetlana Onipko, who met each other and created an amazing project together in Paris. Uh, the project name is Unbroken. Uh, it is an open-air photo exhibition aimed to draw attention to the war in Ukraine. Uh, Philippe, Svetlana, uh, how did it happen? Uh, you literally was born in the opposite part of the world. Uh, have, how did you met each other? Uh, how, what inspired you to create such a nice project? I, I think, uh, Svetlana, you can, you can, you can tell uh, um, the story a little bit better. Um, I, I, really, I really feel like this is, this, uh, you are the, the strength and, and, the, and the force behind this project. So I'll, uh, I think mm -hmm. uh, you should start. Okay, okay, I will try. So um, uh, we met with Philip in Kiev two years ago, and it was just uh, like by chance. I um, was invited on photo shooting in Kiev by some model agency, and I didn't expect that I met this amazing, amazing uh, human. And we worked together once in Kiev on the ballet photo shooting, and they, uh, he invited me on the next day, invite me on the next photo shooting. I was so much surprised. I really, really enjoy work with him. And um, I tell him that I love so much to do photography and I'm doing this on film. And he um, tell me nice. And I remember that um, after this moment, we start to, uh, to have some conversation about photography. He tell me some skills and to, uh, tell me, you know, like how, how to do photography better, how to use um, uh, camera, lights, and everything. Like what this was, was for me so much interesting because I didn't have a lot of experience and he had a lot. Uh, so uh, in the next uh, year, uh, he back to the Kiev and invite me again to, to work with him. And I was so much um, excited. I remember this moment. I mean, this was like a really, really happy moment. And he invited me to work like an art director of the shooting. So I found the models and um, we worked together with the models. And he made the photos and I look um, on the ballerinas and um, tell um, to how to do the process more more um, in a better way, like for the poses, because um, uh, Felipe didn't understand before what the lines is good, what the poses is good in ballerinas, because ballet did so much difficult, every poses, every fingers and head. 
you know, like it's, it's really difficult to do good picture because there's so much perfection needs to, need to be. So we worked together and it was also nice. And um, yeah, so we met in Kiev and our story start in Kiev. Sounds really nice. So you're already a photographer, correct? And you used to do this photo of ballerina as well. So you're a ballerina and you make it pictures of ballerinas, correct? Yes, yes oh. I love <laughs> Yeah, that's really nice. And uh, how did you both uh, met in Paris again? Or what's like the idea behind this unbroken project? And how did it happen to Pierre and why Paris? Uh, because so many countries, I believe now in Washington, you are in Netherlands, correct? Yeah, so yeah, yeah, yeah. Why Paris? Philippe, um, can you know? Sure. I, I mean, I think I think from the first time that we met uh, two years ago, or a little bit more than two years ago in Kiev, or and uh, then we met in in Kiev in in 2021 again. And we've become, you know, I think good friends and, uh, you know, photography colleagues uh, throughout this time. Um, it really was uh, when Russia invaded Ukraine that that <laughs> I thought, uh, you know, that it would be a good opportunity if we could uh, do something together, right? Um, I, I remember on February 24th, uh, I called Svetlana asking her, you know what's going what are you going to do what's what's uh what's what's going to happen and uh of course she was uh quite frightened and she hadn't she didn't really know what to do um and in the next few weeks she 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 left ukraine like many people many people did and many people are still doing um uh, and we you know me and, and 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 another friend were kind of you know following her like on the phone making sure she was okay Um, and it was not until, you know, Svetlana left Ukraine that, um, that uh, you know, I, I thought of, of uh, I, I was thinking of ideas of, you know, what we could do together to, to uh, maybe create a project, create art. Um, and and, uh, and uh, that's how Unbroken is, is born. Um, I had this idea of, well, you know, I, we had these photos of some dancers. Svetlana, of course, is, is, a, is a great dancer. She's also a, a great photographer for dancing. As she was saying, it's quite difficult to take photos of, um, of, of ballet and, 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 uh, and, uh, um, and of dancing. Um, so I figured we could do something to symbolize through ballet the, the strength and the dignity um, and, and the courage of the Ukrainian people. So yeah, I think it was uh, maybe already in like March, uh, late March that that uh, that I called Svetlana. I don't remember if she was in the Czech Republic or in Poland still. Um, and I said, hey, you know, like it would be great if we could do uh, this project. Uh, I have this, you know, kind of crazy idea. I'm not sure how to do it, um, but I would like you know, to to overlay the photos of the ballerinas on the bullet shells. Um, you know, to symbolize this this uh, this contrast between 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 the the strength of of uh, of the dancers and then the the destruction and the brutality of of the war. And uh, you know, I think she said, oh, this guy's a little bit crazy, but sure, why not? Um, we'll see what it looks like. And to be honest, I, I wasn't sure what it was going to look like either. So it was a bit of a leap of faith. 
Um, and then in late April, I managed to travel to uh, Warsaw and we met in Warsaw and we did this project. Um, and since then, we've been pushing this project. We've been trying to publish uh, in different places. Uh, we've been trying to show it in different places. And uh, Paris was just one of the opportunities that, that, that came up. Um, some people at the embassy of Ecuador in Paris, uh, um, they, they know my work and they said, well, you know, it would be nice if you would present this in Paris. I said, of course, you know, um, and they had this, this very, they had access to this very beautiful space in the middle of the Marais neighborhood in Paris. And they said, well, you could put it here. You know, thousands of people are going to see it every day. So, um, so we got access to this courtyard. It's behind a little fence. Uh, but it's in, it's um, on the Rue des Frambourgeois, where, you know, like between many, many commercial stores um, and, uh, you know, hundreds of people walk there every hour and they look at it and they read the text. And so it's the photo still up in Paris until the, the, the end of January. Well, um, I've seen the project. It's really like... It's really amazing and uh, between tenderness and straight and everything like there. Can you please, Svetlana, or you flip it, describe in a couple of sentences just the main idea because we just, it's podcast, <laughs> we can show it right now, but maybe like to, to in one sentence to summarize the main idea, what like, what is uh, um, like to inspire listeners to visit your website and to check it out, like two sentences. Unbroken, what is it? <laughs> um, I think this is, I think this is about uh, the strength of Ukrainian people who are never give up and they're fighting for freedom um, because Ukrainian ballerinas are really so strong and we can see in the strength of the lines of body, of the poses and there looks like um, fragile and so tenderness, but inside there's so much strong. And um, I think that it's the idea to show uh, that um, the people uh, are really strong and uh, we never give up. But maybe I want to listen to Lipe also. <laughs> um, yes, maybe in addition to what Svetlana just said, uh, uh, the Unbroken Project is a series of uh of of art pieces uh i guess we can call them mixed media uh that overlays the photos of the ukrainian dancers uh on top of the of of bullet shells um in these panels um and these golden panels that you know i think at first you don't really understand what's going on just kind of like this golden uh, piece and then you get close and you realize that they're the panels. So um, it's an art installation that uh, tries to capture um, the tries to to capture on the one hand the strength and the courage of the Ukrainian people uh, through the ballerinas and their poses and the dance, and on the other hand the brutality and destruction of the war, all um, um, shown by the bullet casings on the boards. Sounds really beautiful, <laughs> very, very beautiful. And uh, Svetlana, are you on one of the pictures yourself? Or... Yeah. Because I've seen in the video, there are a lot of other ballerines you made photo of, but uh, are you there also? 
Yes, I'm also there, and it works uh, from it's uh, Felipe's work uh, from Kiev uh, from two years ago. That's our first meeting. <laughs> Sounds pretty romantic, <laughs> sincere. I don't know, like the backstory, but really nice. Okay, so uh, please go uh, to site and broken projects. I leave. Uh, the link in the comment and you can check it out and you can see by yourself how it looks like hopefully it also will be present uh, not only in paris but maybe in ukraine someday and it's really nice to see by your own eyes really and now um i would like to ask you more about your personal stories of how you became an artist uh, it's not an easy choice not an easy way but uh, I just want uh, to talk, how did you get there? Because I'm convinced that all genius projects contain not only ideas, but also part of our personalities, of who we are. So um, let's talk about this. Uh, let's start from Philippe. Uh, what, you're a photographer, what inspired you to become, like to choose this way and how, how was it? How was it make how did you make this decision and how do you feel about it right now? Like are you happy and I don't know what is <laughs> encourage you right now, what inspires you? Um I have been a photographer for about 15 years. Um most of my work is documentary work, um, black and white, uh editorial documentary work. I've done projects uh, in different places of the world. Uh, and I've done projects that span many years. Um, and uh, I, I really found photography by chance. I didn't know anything about photography in my house. There was never any, any photography books or I didn't know of any of the great photographers, uh, you know, of history. Uh, and then, you know, when I was in university, I, I, I actually borrowed a camera because I was bored on a trip and I liked what came out. Um, and then a couple of years later, I was uh, doing my university thesis and I had my camera with me and I found that it was a way to, uh, it was almost like a passport to have this camera and to, to go to places and talk to people and take the photos and capture their story. It was an excuse and the passport, it, it, it allowed me to be there. It gave me a reason to be in, in, in different places with different people that normally I wouldn't have access to or I wouldn't have the reason to talk to. Um, and, uh, and you, it's, it's, I mean, from a purely selfish perspective, it's, it's, the, most, uh, um, it's, it's the most direct way to, to learning about situations and to learning about people, being there, talking to people, And if you and, and for me, it's been the camera that has allowed me to 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 do this. Uh, I think they say that the journalists and, and photographers we live a thousand lives, and I think that's true. Uh, we really we really have the opportunity to meet incredible people and to share with them, even if it's an hour, two hours, or a day, or 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 a week or more, um, and to be part of, of of their lives and to try to understand to the best of our ability their story and to capture it. Um, either by writing or by taking a picture. So that's really been that's really been the 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 course that I've that I've taken. Uh, for me, on a human level, it's extremely uh, the gratification. The the it's 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 huge. Uh, 
Um, and then in the last few years, I've gotten a little bit more involved in uh, in in some of these more mixed media projects, uh, um, trying to overlay photos and, and exploring different materials and different uh, uh, yeah and different uh, papers and different uh, mediums. Um, and the reason is because I think um, you know we have so many photography, so many so many great photographies every day, so many great images every day. We see them, we consume them. You know, I probably consume thousands of images on Instagram every day. And I don't remember many of them. I remember very few. So the idea was to to say, like, maybe if we create this art piece, you know, we can elevate it into something that 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 people will remember and that we can um, and, and that you know, people can can appreciate maybe a little bit more given that there's millions and millions and millions of great images out there. So just trying to get people's attention in a, in a world of, of uh, where there's very little attention. I think it's true, but you know, it's a difference. We have a lot of content right now, but mm -hmm. I totally agree with you, Philippe, that I guess the main point of art, it's the idea behind something more than just imagine the image. Is it more, is it just a picture or I don't know, song? It's something more always. And you indeed have this in this unbroken project for sure. Oh, yeah, it's uh, and uh, like a uh, photographer. Yeah, it's, I guess, um, yeah, in modern world with all this Instagram, etc., it's tried challenging uh, way, but still I know a lot of really amazing photographer, uh, even also based in Ukraine, of course, <laughs> most of them that I know, but still that it's different when you even check in their accounts. It's, you know, art, it's not, and just the photo, it's not the same. Yeah, everybody can have a camera, but uh, it's not always an art. Yes, but uh, it's, Nice story. Thank you. Thank you very much for, for sharing it. And uh, I'm Svetlana. Uh, you photographer as well, but uh, let's talk about your also other uh, profession. I must confess, I'm a big fan of ballet and uh, visited a lot of uh, National Opera House in Kyiv. Um, all this uh, atmosphere and costumes and everything so... Um, it used to be really luxury during last two years I visited and uh, it was, it's so like ballet always, uh, it's like a secret, you know, because you see people on the stage, but it's always behind a lot of work behind of this and nobody knows about it. Uh, of course, we everyone saw this movie Black Swan, but still it's like a lot of work, personal and team and can you tell us a bit uh, about your experience to be a ballerina and how how is it to choose this way and to like do it every day <laughs> um ballet it's so so much hard and i can say that ballet make me so much stronger than i was before because that's every day some it's all uh, everyday fighting with yourself. You need to train, you need to practice because if you will be not in shape, you can work, you can dance and you can be in jury. So that, that you need always to work. Uh, I remember I went to ballet at 12 years old and it was late. Like many people told me that's late. You can't be a ballerina never, but we went, we tried and I, um, 
was studying in the Kiev Ballet School for seven years. And there was, I think, the most difficult part of my life. Um, I remember I was crying every day, almost every day. Um, I don't know. I think that's so much uh, depends on the, of the mentality of the, how the teachers um, teach you. You know, like when you're a child, your mentally is not strong. So, um, yeah, for me, especially for me, I don't know, maybe for many people it was okay, but for me, it was so difficult. And I can't say that I really enjoyed it. I was thinking like, I need to do this. If teacher tell me I need to do this, you know, I was scared to not do something. And when I finished the school, <laughs> I was so happy <laughs> because this was really ridiculous. It was disgusting. I didn't like to, to study at all. And when I went to theater, first year was, um, I, I went to National Opera of Ukraine and I worked there uh, seven years, a big uh, part of my life, like seven years in school, seven years in theater. And first year was so, so hard. I think I, I remember it was also hard, but on the next years, I started to really enjoy it. And we start to travel uh, around the world. We were in Japan, in France, in Taiwan, in many countries. And I started to dance some solo. And I remember I realized that I love stage so much. I love the feeling when I went on the stage, I feel this magic moments. I, I, I forget who I am. I just doing something and gave my energy to the people. So in school, it's different. You just practicing, you work hard, but on the stage, you just need to enjoy. You don't need to think too much. That's for me. And um, yeah, so in theater, I, I really enjoyed many, many times uh, on the stage. And, uh, but there's also, there's many, many, par many, many parts behind this enjoying and the stage. Because, uh, for example, I need, needed to work like two weeks, really work, hard work every day, uh, maybe five or six hours in a day. And then I go to the stage for five minutes. So that's, um, I think um, the ballad, it's something crazy. Because Is it worth it? Is it worth five minutes? Is it worth it of all this? years of work can you tell like um, you for example i prepare some part uh, of in ballet for two weeks and i went then on the stage for five minutes or you know like um, you need to work much more than after you you get so i don't know for me that ballet is really some crazy things and um it's so much like we gave all of us to the audience, to the, you know, just, um, I think, forgot about ourselves and um, fully gave uh, all, all of us to the stage because, because we love it. And um, it's <laughs> yeah, some kind of, of crazy things, I think. This beauty, this art, it's amazing. Uh, but yeah, that's so much complicated. And um, with many years, I start to maybe like, realize, understand that 
that's the most, the, not the most important what, what I love in my life, unfortunately. <laughs> it's, it's good to be honest with yourself. It's, yes, it's uh, indeed hard to pick your way when you're so young. <laughs> and it's also my, I was always wondering, like, because I know that to become ballerina, you need to start from, I don't know, what age? Five, six years later? Yeah, Art from five, from six, yes. So it's not really like conscious choice, choice, and of the way, but yeah. yeah. And so the parents uh, take you to this place, and the child didn't re realize and understand that she, she really wants to do it or no. And then the teachers tell you, you need to do, you need to do, because for me the most important is desire. And when you really realize that you want to do something, you can be good in this. But uh, for me, the ballet was um, like, I didn't know what it is. I went there in 12, but I didn't understand where I am, who I am. Like, I didn't understand this. And um, I think uh, ballet helped me a lot because I love art. I, I love beauty. I know many people in the world. I have many friends and ballet. It's like big, um, you know, big, big family because I can contact with any theaters in the world and I can find their people, I can contact with them, I can find friends in Bali always. It's really big community, huge community. Um, yes, but um, some ballerinas maybe think that's all life. I understand that like, I'm not the prima, <laughs> I'm not the prima ballerina. So for me, that's not my all life, but I, I love it, I love it so much and uh, it gave me a lot of inspiration and gave me a lot of understanding and I think maybe good uh, view like I, I can see what is beautiful I think the ballet is giving me also a good eye good eye <laughs> yeah and what is your passion now yeah, my Photo passion now I think it's photography yes it's absolutely this. <laughs> yeah, it's a great change, and it's good to have to try like something else, and to find the main point to be honest with yourself and to trust yourself. So uh, I'm glad you discovered it about yourself <laughs> finally. So yeah, it's really inspiring. Uh, because for me, that's so much important to be honest with myself. Like, for example, if I don't enjoy this anymore i don't want to make uh, to continue this i don't want to work because just i need i i want to want to do this for now that's it's okay for now i'm enjoying on the stage but not like before not like uh, i think uh, before when i just start to dance in theater maybe it's something change i think every day can change everything so <laughs> For now, for the moment, it's like this. Thank you, Svetlana. Thank you for your story. Uh, I have a couple more questions for you guys. And um, it's really interesting. Like, uh, can you tell uh, a bit more of inspiration, like, uh, for example, about your um, native countries? Uh, for example, 
Felipe, you are from Ecuador. Now you live in the United States. And can you tell more about uh, maybe like did it influence uh, make some influence to you the place you was born and did it like uh, now present in your artworks, for example? Uh, because I hear a lot of stories like this that it's it matters, like all this your native land and uh, traditions and I don't know landscapes. Can you um, tell us more about this? Sure. For for me, it's uh, where I'm from isn't is extremely important, but also my story leaving the place that I'm from. I left Ecuador uh, in 1999 when I was 14 um, due to a big uh, crisis uh, uh, we had in the country, and my parents decided to leave, and you know didn't really ask me anything. They just said, "Okay, we we'll, we'll leave in a month." Uh, my father left first, and then and then I I left with my with my siblings and my and my mother. Um, so it's it was this process of of immigrating to another country and and uh, not speaking the language and um, and uh, you know trying to fit in into a new society, into a new school, into uh, learned language, and then uh, maybe realizing that you're not really from there, and then going back. I went back to Ecuador, and then I realized. That, You know, I had changed, and so maybe I wasn't really a hundred percent Ecuadorian anymore. Uh, and so it's for me, it's a, this this uh, you know alternative or different identity has has always been present. Um, um, and uh, um, but yes, for me, for as, as you were saying, I've always gone back to Ecuador to my roots in order to do uh, a lot of the projects uh, that I've worked on. Um, maybe because it's a place that I really wanted to know more because I left so young. And uh, um, Ecuador is a very small country, but it's a very diverse country. You have, you have the coast, you have the mountains, you have the Amazon jungle, and you have the islands. And depending on where you're from, I mean, if you're for, let's say you're from this town and then like, you know, an hour from, from there, you're in a completely different place with completely different people that maybe speak a different language and you know nothing about them. So for me, photography has been a way of getting to know my country, which I didn't know. I only knew, you know, my house, my neighborhood, the, the capital, and, you know, a town where my father was from, and maybe we would go to the beach uh, once a year. That's all I knew. <laughs> But really it is a, such a rich place. Mm -hmm. So it's been, it's been a way of getting to know um to 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 know my country and then and then uh, the stories that i've picked have always been relating to 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 a lot of the stories that i've picked to do have, have been relating to migration and to human movement and human displacement and human mobility um because i i am a, an immigrant and i lived uh, through this experience and i understand that there's you know uh millions and millions and millions of people around the world that that uh that undergo you know a process of mobility um every year for different reasons which is the case of millions of ukrainians right now um so i guess it's not just where i'm from it's also my experience that kind of of course drives me to find to 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 find and to pick uh, these different projects yeah it's true it's indeed uh life change experience too because yes like uh, 
it's for me as a Ukrainian as well. <laughs> so like I used to travel a lot, but it's a big difference to travel and to live somewhere else. <laughs> so it's like a change, life change experience. It's true. It's true. And Svetlana, what about you? I know you're from Ukraine as well <laughs> as me, but uh, as for me, for example, I love Kiev a lot. It's my one of the favorite, like favorite cities in the world. So I can talk hours of, about the city. Can you tell uh, about your favorite places? What you like in Ukraine? Did you miss something? Did you, you know, something to describe that touched you personally? Yes. Um, I was living all my life in Ukraine, in Kiev, but my favorite place is Odessa because there are the scenes. <laughs> wow, unexpected. <laughs> this was also really nice. Yeah. Much this is uh, small streets and cafe restaurants and the music and the sea. This is, this is my atmosphere. So, um, yes, I was in Kiev and... Uh, I love also the city. I love it. It's, it's so big city, and that's I think there are a big of opportunities. You can uh, actually do many things in Kiev, and uh, I love so much to walk there, to go on the beach, uh, to go on Truhaniv Island, or to walk on Pecherska district. Uh, I love so much Kontraktova Plosha. Uh, downtown it's my favorite place and there are many many amazing places what i really love i can spend there all day just walk just meet the people or drink coffee i think coffee in the kiev is the best one in the world it's <laughs> I, true i can confirm <laughs> so you agree and i have many friends barista who works in, uh, in kiev I really, really love to come, to speak with them, to ask, how are you, you know, to read book in a coffee uh, shop. Uh, yeah, for me, the Kiev, it's, it's many, many different uh, people in one town. So you can uh, meet really, really different people. And that, that's so interesting. I miss some places some time when I was with my colleagues in theater when we spent some time together when we went to Beserabska Plosha in the Mimosa and ate the pizza together and it was so so nice time of course I, I miss you so much Ukraine and Kiev I want to go there I hope uh, soon I can do this I miss my mom I didn't see her almost one year Yeah, that's, but um, it's difficult, but if to be honest for me, that's interesting to discover the world because I live all my life in Ukraine. So I'm interested to see different culture, to see how people live in different levels of life. I was for this time, like, I think in around 10 or 11 countries. And I was in USA, in Japan, in Bulgaria, so you know, it's so different, different levels of life. Now in the Netherlands, I was just one week ago in Croatia. Um, and um, I think I, I'm always changing my mind when I travel. So I, I realize that, um, what I appreciate in my life more, what I need more, what I like more, when I see the choices maybe when I see how can be 
So yes, for me, this this interesting uh, to discover the world. But Ukraine, it's one love. <laughs> yeah, I understand, of course. Yeah, but travels is a way to discover yourself, I guess. But of yes. course, yeah, native country is always in the heart. Thank you, Felipe. Thank you, Svetlana. It was a pleasure to talk to you both. Uh, I definitely got my daily dose of inspiration today. I uh, hope the podcast listeners either. Thank you for listening to us today. I look forward to meet you in the next episodes of our podcast. People to fall in love. See you.